When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Guess who's going to be with your boys this morning at 9.30 a.m. Eastern? That would be Jason Tatum joins the show. I, I just can't. I, got I, I can't take you seriously right now. I, because my eyes, I tried to do the, without they're them. They're the Top Gun aviators, too. They're fresh, you, though. Yeah, how I'm much did looking. you just sign for, Max? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good looking. I mean, you hear that, kid? I, listen, it, I have a rare disease. I was okay when I was a kid. The older I get, the more handsome I get. I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, but Yates is killing me in my ear, kid. You know, we've all, and we make this joke all the time. Like, you yeah. know, you're at the club. Like, we were at the game, and uh, one of my guys, Billy King, had on the Bluetooth at the game. I'm like, man, Billy, there's 9,000 people. How you got the Bluetooth on? Like, you taking calls? Like, you do kind of remind me of the guy at the club with the shades and the Bluetooth on. Key, what am I supposed to like, do? What do my do? eyes, from, I, I, I scratched my right eye. It must have been in the middle of the night. I woke up. It hurt like crazy. I can't open it. I tried to keep it open on the show, but the lights and everything, you know, it, so I put on the glasses. It makes it easier to keep my eyes did open. You, did you ask uh, Paul to get you some some sort of eye drops. I've or been putting them in all morning. It's not doing anything. I mean, Looking it like helps a, for a second, but a broke down actor eyes. trying to get noticed. <laughs> <laughs> he always goes to the actor line because you do. You look like one of them dudes getting ready to walk into like William Morris, hanging out. You got the little scruffy beard. You got the coffee. You got the you coffee. Yeah. Cigarette breath. You know, just look like yeah, you it really you, hasn't happened for him yet, right? Yeah, you know it, what I'm it kind of sorta, but it hasn't. Yeah. You have one role, but you, yeah, you got a little TV more. work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he is, got it. There is some, there is some uh, Aaron Rodgers, like yeah. you know, beautiful mystery vibes going on right now. No, he. <laughs> look, he why, why he's stepping up the chin? though? wait, Key, you missed it. He's stepping up the chin when I said he said. Well, no, no, it was Key. <laughs> Key was going to say something. I was no, I was going to say he got a little better look than Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. He, he look a little bit better. I give him a little more credit than Rodgers. Yeah, Aaron could, Rodgers right now. He the difference between scruffy and you got to go through the car wash. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he like, looked dusty. He yeah, needs to go dusty. through the car wash. Seriously. Scruffy versus dusty. His bank All account right. ain't dusty. <clears throat> no. Yeah, well, I mean, Max is <laughs> what, what did Jay-Z say? Look great when I'm a billionaire. Come on, man. <laughs> That's what Mike Tyson used to say. He used to, he used to be like, yo, you, when I was a kid, I had a big nose. Now I have a cute nose. <laughs> That's the way it go. LeBron James dropped 56. What is going on in the NBA? Is there something I'm not remembering where down the stretch run stars step up with these absurd performances? Is that like a thing? Because it's like one after another. Oh, my God, Tatum goes for 54. Oh, my God, look at Jokic. LeBron dropped 56 against the Warriors in the Lakers win. That's his third highest scoring performance of his career. Guys? He's 37. He's been playing straight out of high school. Like Kobe, the last game of his career, dropped 60. And that was ridiculous. But LeBron just did this in the midst of still performing at MVP caliber level. And it's his highest scoring game with the Lakers. Here's his team's reaction to the performance. 
our guys were following me off the floor tonight and going into the locker room. I asked me, how does it feel to score 56? I said, I, right now, I don't give a damn about the 56. I'm just happy we got a win. I, that's just literally the first thing that came to my mind. Um, you know, and we needed you know, pretty much all of them. Well, that's not his team. That's him talking about his team's reaction <laughs> to the performance. Key, do you believe that? Do you think his, his teammates came up to him and said, hey, Mr. James, shucks, how, how are you able? What's it shucks. like? What does it feel like to score that many points in a game? And he said, Sonny, let me tell you, we didn't get the win. That's the only important thing. And Is he turned something? to him and said, well, you know, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> no, I, I don't. You know what? I think the I think a conversation did take place, but I don't think it's like LeBron. See, LeBron made it sound like some magical, like oh, they walked up to me and asked me what it feels like to get fifty six, and I said the only thing I care about is the win right now. It didn't it didn't happen like that. They probably rolled up on it. it was like, damn old man, you dropped fifty six on their head, and you know it was probably one of those type of conversations in the end. But he's balling. I mean, this is I'm okay with it. If he got to play every single minute and never take a breath all the way through four overtimes, I'm okay that with That is the attitude that you're hearing, Jay. First of all, what they didn't report is afterwards he, a, a, a sick kid came up to him and said, hey, uh, Mr. James, can you hit me a home run tonight? And he went out to Dodger Stadium and hit two home runs for the sick kid. It's like one of these like, like, <laughs> like I'm okay myths. with it, though. Yeah, he's, but, the, but look, he's the guy. Uh, he's supposed, this is what you want from your engine. Right, you but need the your problem, engine to hit all cylinders, baby. The problem is, Jay, the last time, and Key was there for this, the last time the Lakers had an underperforming on-paper super team with Steve Nash, Dwight Howard, Pau Gasol, and Kobe Bryant, they were about to miss the playoffs when Kobe went ham, played himself 40 minutes a night, and got him into the playoffs but ruptured his Achilles, Jay. Isn't there a danger here? So I, I, I get it. Look, they're four and a half games right now behind the Clippers uh, for the eighth spot. And I, I, I get that every single night people are going to say – this is why LeBron James is so great, and you want to see this from him. I got to tell you, watching the game, though, I mean, I get it. He's going against his rival and Steph, and you can, that's a whole other conversation about the Warriors losing their last eight out of ten. But I get so worried about – Key said engine. I'm like, man, does your, your engine is trying to throttle this much at this portion of the season when you're fighting for that eighth speed, that ninth seed, that tenth seed, without AD coming back. With Russ being on the floor, not like all these things. Well, what about that, Jay Key? AD no. makes. Look, here's the one thing about. No, I'm AD. not going to let you do it. Wait, I'm you not going to let you do it because you're about to you're about to yes. spin a narrative and try to make people believe that when AD comes back, they're going to have a. Ch- this team has told you I who do they believe. are. No, I believe. This team has told you who they are with. Anthony no, they Davis. haven't. No, they haven't. Nope. Okay. I told you already last week. I got the 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 life jacket on. Max is in the boat waiting. The boat. I'm still on. He's in the tender waiting. I'm still on the ship. I'm still there. I got one leg over the rail, and I'm just waiting. I'm, I'm but I just see, but, on but you wait, but wait, Jay, let me just waiting. let me finish the thought because I, I agree with Key about this. This is why it's interesting to me. I'm with you. You can't play 40 minutes a game. You can't keep doing this at your age. It's not going to lead to good things. But Key's, That's not true. He's doing it. Yeah, yeah, but it could lead to a catastrophic injury. Not oh, that God, happen. stop. It happened with Kobe, on, Key. Man. Yeah, but it's different. Key, People's bodies on, are different. I, I was on ESPN L.A., the whole time Kobe was doing that, and I was saying, I used to talk to even, I was but in communication Max, with Kobe even about that. Like, Different hold though, on. Max. Different oh, body type. Okay, but wait a minute. 
you you want to shoot that down. Jay wants to shoot the other thing down. Let me just articulate the position, okay? Jay, key. I agree with him on this. AD, when he is on the court, the team is different defensively. When they were better than the Suns last year, AD got hurt. The Suns were better than them. When they won a championship with AD, different cast last year. Okay, different but teams. we have not seen a lot of LeBron playing like this. Now add AD and Westbrook more under control. We haven't seen that yet, Jay. Key's not wrong about that. I didn't say he was wrong about that. I just give the probability of that wor- that working very, very low. But not nothing. No, 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 no. It, look, Jay, I hear what you're saying, but I can't count this dude out. Even with him losing his hair, I cannot count him out. <laughs> no possible way. And then if Westbrook all of a sudden becomes what we, you and I thought at the beginning of the season, Jay, or even when they acquired him, that he should come off the bench and run the second unit and be the guy to do the Westbrook-type things. If he can fall in the line and do that, and they can somehow figure out when AD comes back that lineup with the first unit, I ain't counting them out. I'm just not going to do it. You can't. How could you count out two future Hall of Fame players on a starting unit one in AD and one in LeBron James. How could you count that out? Because there's nothing that makes me believe in the way this season has been managed that all of a sudden they're just going to figure it out. Jason Tatum figured it out. And the Celtics, well, listen, there's a difference between a collection of stars, Lakers, Nets, and the team. The Celtics have been playing team basketball. The Heat have been playing team basketball. Jason Tatum joins us. At 9.30 a.m. Eastern here on ESPN Radio. radio to uh, <laughs> Not Radio. Not ESPN Radio. Rado. ESPN Radio. To uh, talk about it. This is Keyshawn J. Willemax coming to you live from the Seaport District of Pier 17. Brought to you by Chase. By the way, Aaron Rodgers made someone's future official this weekend. Not his own. We'll tell you more about it. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. In a 24-hour news cycle, everything feels like news. Yeah, it's not news at all. Let's find out what's hot news or not news. Key, will you tell me? Is this hot news or is not news? You're so scary, you're going to throw it to me. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, the ESPN app. What's up, Jeremy Fowler? Max, how you doing, man? Doing, I see doing you moving, well. Jeremy. Jeremy, there's no, there's no just comment. Just a little bit. You just there's get no a little bit. comment out. from you about Max's shades. Like you have, there's nothing about that. Is that just normal to you? 
I, I'm intimidated, so I don't know what to I'll say. Take, I'll take them off. I just can't open my I, – I, I scratched my eye or something in the middle of the night, and I can't open them. It hurts. squinting like a 90 he's getting into He's getting into character for the script that he needs to read. That's right. That's right. He's taking over for Robert Pattinson in the next Batman. There you the go. shades on. Just make sure it's a cool character. And I'm What's all your good. Batman voice, though? You got to, yeah, make it like that. What's <laughs> yeah, your Batman voice? I, I'm not going to do a Batman voice. Have you voice seen any here. Batman do it. movies? Yeah, I did. Yeah, so I've give, seen me, a bunch give of me one Batman By the voice. way, uh, the overrated franchise, I hate to tell everybody. Yeah. The, like, everyone's like, oh, my God, this Batman was amazing. I thought they were joking a couple times. But there have been a couple good ones. All right, look. <laughs> ESPN senior NFL reporter Jeremy mm. Fowler joins us, giving the Straight mm. Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. <clears throat> Jeremy, are you ready to play hot news or not news? As ready as I'm going to be. That's right. You're not going to get any more ready than this. Aaron Rodgers officiates David Bakhtiari's wedding this weekend. Is that hot news or not news? It depends on how fire the wedding was, right? If it was a great wedding, it's hot news. Uh, I, I'm happy for David Bakhtiari. Congratulations. But no, it's, it's not hot news. It has no bearing on Aaron Rodgers' uh, contract situation with Green Bay, uh, which is, you know, sort of heating up. I think we'll get some clarity soon. He's got a big offer from the Packers. Broncos are all in. Like it's going to be fireworks this week. I think. Yeah, it's not news. Okay, yeah, he officiated a wedding. Yay! We could talk about something different for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I think it's hot news because the headline will be Aaron Rodgers finally leads one of his teammates to a ring. That yeah. somebody's going to come up with that corny line. Who's going to come up with that? It's you not, did. It's not hot. <laughs> it's not hot. Our producer, <laughs> our producer did actually. But I will ask this. You know, a wedding. I don't know what I like less between like all the I, ceremonies, like weddings, even like parades, bar mitzvahs, sweet sixteens, throw funerals in there. Obviously, those are very Jeez. sad. But like, who needs who needs all the the the, the pomp and circumstance and ceremony? I know people wife. like to go to weddings. Oh, who needs it? Your, the wife. whole day is shot. Yeah, the people getting married. It's good. I'm talking about everybody else. All right, so free me nosy. Teams are openly discussing whether Trubisky gets. $10 million or more annually on his new deal. Is that hot news or not it's, news, Jeremy? That's hot news. That's hot news because the quarterback market, right, everybody wants Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. Those guys might not be available, might stay where they are. In that case, that ups the value of a one Mitch Trubisky, who is a, you know, had a career set and a career reset in Buffalo, learned behind Josh Allen, believes he's going to be a different guy, more instinctive, more athletic, running around making plays. So there's going to be a sneaky big market for this guy. Like, this is real. I checked around. I was making sure it wasn't just agent-driven. I, I heard was hearing from teams. They're like, oh, yeah. I mean, he's going to do really well. So there's a good chance he's a starter for, you know, like a, like a bridge situation. You draft a quarterback, maybe like a Malik Willis, Mitch Trubisky pairing. It, it, it's hot news, Max. If you remember a couple weeks ago when we were talking about this, I said he will sign a two-year, 20-something million dollar guaranteed deal, much like Jeremy just said. Sort of not – it's a bridge, but it's not a bridge. It's a show me, and if you do what you're supposed to do over the next couple of years, we can enter into a longer-term situation. So I think that that's where Mitch Trubisky is. He's in a situation where he will be a starter in 2022, and I know that sounds very uh, weird to many people. I'm with you guys. Hot news. Jeremy, even listening to the narrative that you just gave on Mitch Trubisky, right? Like, oh, you're – in Buffalo, yeah. behind Josh Allen, Brian Dable, how they've orchestrated him. Think how much that has quickly 
from where it was a year and a half ago with yeah. Matt Nagy, right? And, yeah. and seeing what's happened in Chicago with their quarterbacks makes you think about Mitch Trubisky differently now. So I, I'm with all you guys. Hot news. And by the way, if they get, I, don't, I think it's going to be more like 20 a year because when you start to think about Trubisky, what Jay just said, forget about Dable and all that, which, which is nothing to actually forget about because that could have a real effect. You look back at Chicago. If we hadn't been comparing them to Patrick Mahomes the whole time, right? They went to the playoffs twice, twice with this yeah. guy. He looks very good in retrospect. I'm, I'm with Key. It's not just a bridge. It's a let's see if it's a bridge or if it's permanent. Um, Russell Wilson still has not told the Seahawks he wants to be traded out of Seattle. Is that hot news or not news, Jeremy? Not news because nothing's new there. Where I, you know, I was told weeks ago that Russell Wilson's going to lay low this offseason. Last year, he was pretty vocal about his frustrations with the offensive line, with kind of the, the urgency of winning. In Seattle, he's not going to do that this time. He's going to sit back and see what they do, see what Seattle does with their offseason moves, see how they respond to any potential trade requests. We know Washington has been all in on trying to get Russell Wilson. If Denver doesn't get Aaron Rodgers, I do expect them to pivot to Wilson. Any team that's in the Rodgers market is probably in the Wilson market. So this could heat up because Seattle has looked multiple times in the past at moving Russell, or at least they've talked to teams about it, so they're not shying away from this. So until we get more concrete news about a potential deal, it's not news. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not news. In fact, the Seahawks are scouring the free agent market and waiting for it to open up so they can go get another receiver to pair with Lockett and Metcalf. Don't true. be shocked if Amari Cooper name starts to flash a little Ooh. bit in Seattle. Ooh, that would be as good a three-headed monster at receiver as any in the NFL. Jeremy, play this quick hypothetical game with me. If Russell Wilson does ask for a trade, what do you think is the best landing spot for him? I think it would be Denver because he can. He has the no trade clause, so he can determine where he wants to go. I think he'd be more, from what I know, would be more amenable to going to Denver than he would say the NFC East. We know Philly, Washington, they could be in the market. I think that would be the play for him. He wouldn't shy away from like the AFC West and the gauntlet there. I think he just wants to go to a place with tradition, culture, winning attitude, and a good roster. Well, okay, let's talk about the Commanders. You just mentioned them. Um, to me, between Pittsburgh and Washington, yeah. Washington needs a little more. To me. So that so like I look at Garoppolo and Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson to me makes more sense in Washington for that reason. Yeah. And they have Ron Rivera and good culture there. But on the other hand, Dan Snyder. So is that re- like what about what about him to Washington? Yeah, well, the, I, I, let's I, put it this way. I think that would be an issue for him. Commanders week one quarterback will be who? Jeremy. <laughs> I'm gonna go like with a Jimmy. I'm gonna say Jimmy Garoppolo, even though I don't. I don't know they're going to go all in on him and, and the shoulder issue now. Mitch Trubisky, large. Maybe? It could be Trubisky. I can see that. Hmm. And, I, you know, I talked to Ron Rivera at the combine. He didn't shy away from, like, the draft. He said, look, you know, people might consider this sort of a, a class that's not star-studded, but, like, you have to look in and you might find the guy after you do all your research. So, like, I, it's possible it's, you know, Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, like they come out of the, the first round with a guy. Garoppolo was the second-round quarterback. Yeah. And he could be the quarterback of the Saints. In 2022, is that hot news or not news? <laughs> I'm going to go uh, not news. So basically, I, I did we did like a combine notebook, and I put in there, here's a, the wildest rumor I heard, uh, just a rumor to clarify, but it was like, you know, it was mentioned to me about the Saints and Garoppolo maybe pairing up. Now, I, I still think Jameis Winston will be the guy in New Orleans that sort of adds up. That Many people, many teams around the league expect that to happen, that Winston will go back there. They were 5-2 and two with him, 14 touchdowns and three interceptions. Uh, but Garoppolo is a fit for that offense. They could certainly make that work. 
and uh, you know, could be something on the table. But no, no like concrete news yet. I'm going to go not news for now. Yeah, it's not news. They they're looking for a, if they're going to go into the free agent trade market, they want a big fish. They don't want a small little guppy. Yeah, I would say no news because plus also if you're the 49ers, Jimmy G helps you win. Yep. It, it, it's apparent that your backup is not ready. Like, I, I don't understand right. what the rush is for moving on from him. Agreed. Yeah. So there's – well, all right. We're going to keep playing this? There's, <laughs> there's no momentum from the combine that a trade is in the work for Carson Wentz. So Carson Wentz, I thought he was supposed to be dealt, right? Hot news or not news? Well, he could be. It's just there was no – I like – you know, I try to dig around and they – you know, the Colts didn't give any impression to Carson Wentz and his people that he's going to be dealt. Like they're they're playing very coy here. So maybe they have a a move uh, that their supporters oh. trying to shake out right now. But, oh. look, they got $15 million guaranteed money on the books. That increases to $22 million here soon. Uh, they gave up all the draft capital to get them. Their hands might be tied. I, I just don't know what their options are. It's scarce. But – Look, their silence says a lot. You know, it says they're pretty fed up here uh, with the player. But, uh, you know, he wants to stay. Like, he loves it there. He's hoping he's not dealt. So, we'll see how it shakes out. Man, this dude just threw the, <laughs> them highlights. <laughs> I, can't, I can't with Carson Wentz. This happens every not, single time you see news, the highlights. Not news, man. Every time. I think, I think he will be too? there. I think he will be there. Um you gave up a one and a three. To move on from a guy like that, Jeremy, this fast, yeah. give him another year, see if mm-hmm. he could – Stop mm-hmm. making the mistakes and the dumb things that – like, what? Just do. Key? Hey, Jay, <laughs> Key told me a great Parcells expression last week. Key, you want to say it here? Wait, which, what's that, uh, Max? Nothing good ever happens. Oh, yeah. That, that dude right there, Carson Wentz, nothing, nothing good, good ever happens, happens for that guy. Nothing. <laughs> you know, those are the players you want to stay away from, the guys that yeah. that look good getting off the bus, but something always bad is bad happening to them. I would, if if yeah. it's not an injury, it's a turnover. If it's a turnover that he almost can fall on, he didn't fall on it. The other team got it. You know. By the way, that expression that changed my life somehow. Like, I think about that all the time now. Oh, See, I, if the Colts move on from Carson Wentz after one year, giving up a first and third-round pick, $15 million guaranteed, like, that'd be a pretty bad look. Like, that's a good yeah. front office. They, they have yeah. Pro Bowl players, but, like, it'd be pretty bad. It also yeah. makes me get worried about Frank Reich, right? Because, I mean, he, he pretty much was the one that's like, hey, that's – that's our guy. Yeah, and he didn't play terribly. I mean, seven interceptions, 27 touchdowns, but it just – He had a like nice bounce back season. Right. Nothing yeah, good ever happens for made, that guy. Made. Well, look how they finished down the stretch. I mean, you have a chance to get to the playoffs. You yeah. lose to Jacksonville that way. It's, Ugh, it's tough. Yeah, you know you why, Jay? Because – One in the three. I, I'm not saying you're going to move him. I'm just Jay saying. Jay, no, I know. Nothing good ever happens for that guy. Jay was back in <laughs> Durham this weekend. Plenty good happens for that guy and the coach down there, but not this weekend. Now he's back running the point. Five down flex. Five down flex. Jay's got five fingers up. That only means one thing. It's time to run the point. And Jay will. Let's do it. You're going to run the point? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a RTP. Let's run the point for this weekend. Let's start off with number five. At five. Ola Depot. (laughs) Ola Depot. So, look, a lot of talk this season, Eastern Conference, about the 76ers about the Milwaukee Bucks, about the Brooklyn Nets, even about the Chicago Bulls in our show, because we, we talk basketball. We talk about the Bulls. We give the Bulls love. Not a lot of talk, though, about the Miami Heat, and they deserve a lot of credit. They have the best record in the East, 43-22. and 22. P.J. Tucker, Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry's coming back, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Bam, as my boy Kendrick Perkins would say, out of the bio, 
And you got Victor Olodipo, two major knee operations in two years. His first surgery was 27 months ago. Came with the Houston Rockets, played a little bit. Now finally coming back to play for the Miami Heat. And this is huge for these, this team, guys. He's an all-star guard. He's an elite defender. And now you add him, an elite scorer with Jimmy Butler, with Kyle Lowry. This is championship pedigree basketball. Oof, they deep. may have the same sex appeals. Other names may have an Easter conference. But do not count out Eric Spostra and Pat Riley in the Miami Heat. And Oladipo! Throwing 11 dudes at you. There you go. That's number five. At four. You sleeping in for breakfast? I'm tired, Alan Yates, Keyshawn Johnson, telling me you don't look sexy. Come on, man. You want your eggs over easy? Get some of this yolk, man. Get some of Jokic. He had 30 points in the fourth quarter in overtime last night. Get the hell out of here. You can play all the little stupid sounds y'all want to play. You can tell me all these little things that y'all say. He'll give all y'all the business. Now, it may not look like Joel Embiid, but it's in the same damn conversations as Joel Embiid. 46 points last night, 12 rebounds, 11 assists. And you can sit there and say, look who he was doing against. His team is in sixth place in the Western Conference without Jamal Murray the whole year and without Michael Porter Jr. Oh, get him. Come Scramble on, get out of the league. He had the steals and blocks, too. So you want to tell me all this great stuff about LeBron James? Where are the Lakers without AD and with Bow! Russ? Where, Key, where's your squad with Russ? What, what seat are you guys at right now? Hey, what seat are you? Hey, Key, I'm asking hey, you a question. Hey, hey. I don't even need you to Jay. answer it. Moving on. At three. We already know what this is. Number three, it's winning time. Did you guys watch this last night? The rise of the Lakers dynasty on HBO? Ooh, it's gonna get juicy, Max. I can't. I had. Not, I didn't watch the episode. I can't wait to watch it. We got the the, the coming of Magic Johnson and how oh, he's getting so established good. in L.A. Jerry Buss wearing tie dye shirts and jeans as an owner went into how he bought the team. And I tell you, winning time because LeBron James also had fifty plus points against the Golden State Warriors, and he's doing everything he you want him to do. But I get worried. I'm going to tell y'all, I get really worried. I know you guys are talking about, oh, well, when AD comes back, it's like there's that glimpse of hope that Laker fans have. And I get it. Oh, our team's finally complete, but this team has already showed you who they are to a degree. I I don't know if it's enough, and I get worried about them fighting for ninth place. I'm like, man, should we be thinking about what is the succession plan for LeBron James in L.A.? And also, who are we pairing LeBron James up with next year Mm -hmm. for them to have a legit shot at winning it? Because – Hate to break it to y'all. This ain't it. Him playing 40 minutes a night late in March at, with a bruised knee at the age of 37 years old. He can do it. Yeah, I get it. But I, I get worried about injuries at this state. No doubt. I, I, that's just me. That's just what how flavor, I see it. What, what, what flavor you want, Jay? What do you, you want? Red, you want purple, you want green. What haterade do you want? What do you mean, haterade? No, he's that, that, that is well said. You hating on I'm, my Lakers, man. Man, stop. I care about your Lakers. That's why I'm worried about LeBron James. Man, you hating on I'm my doing Lakers, it for your man. Lakers. That's what no. I'm doing it for. That's and number two. three. Two, think about this. <laughs> A couple of years ago when Adam Silver ideated the whole concept, how are your eyes, Max? Are they okay? Yeah. Are, they, are you having a hard time seeing that? A little bit. Mickey, cut this guy. He can't see out here. <laughs> cut me, Mick. A couple of years ago. When Adam Silver gave this whole speech about the play in Turner, I was like, I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> Think about this right now. Think about the marketing collateral for the NBA if the play in tournament were to start today. Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, mm. Russell Westbrook, 
Zion Williamson, mm. and Trey Young all in the playing tournament? This is what we would have right now? Yes, please. Oh, this is getting juicy down the stretch. That's number two. And running point. I, I, I just want to say this, and um, I know this statement may not be true in the overall scheme of things. No, let me refine that comment. It's not true in the overall scheme of things when I say these, two's na- these two players' names together. But it was true yesterday on the court. Jason Tatum was the best player on the court, sharing the court with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving yesterday. Now, I'm not saying Jason Tatum is a better overall player than Kevin Durant. But he was last night. But he was yesterday. Yes, yeah, yesterday. And for him, the one thing you've always thought about with the the Boston Celtics was, can Jason Tatum be that star that just shoots off into a different stratosphere? And they are finally becoming that complete team right now with Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Derek White, Robert Williams, Al Horford. He played like he is one of the potential names and faces of the league that we have not made mention of who is going to be the next face of the NBA. Well, he joins KJM at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio. It is interesting. It feels like there are tiers, like there's Ja and Luca, right? And then there's also in a different tier, but right th- like high, high up of the young under 25 guys, Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Jamal Murray, and Jason Tatum is right. He's not in either one, but maybe he's in that first one, right? Like maybe I, I shouldn't leave out Trey Young. Maybe Jason Tatum is with Luca and Ja it's after la- it after feels a performance like, like last he is. night. It feel I mean last year dealing with COVID, having I mean a lot of people dealt with it obviously, but you know how he dealt with his win, not having that performance, wondering whether that's Jalen Brown and him working out together. It sure as hell feels like down the stretch it's becoming Jason Tatum time. Yep, feels like it. Even though Jalen Brown made the dagger last night to win the game, by yep. the way. Tomorrow is one deadline for the Packers, but will it mean Aaron Rodgers finally lets them know his decision? We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast.
It was an eventful week around the Packers. Not the highest paid player by a little, by a wide margin. He doesn't want to just be at the top by a few million. It's got to be significant. General Manager Brian Gutekunst tells us that he doesn't want to trade Aaron Rodgers, and that if Rodgers plays in 2022, he wants it to be here. I would start with his legacy. You play at Lambeau Field, but guess what? That's going to be located at Rodgers Boulevard, and we're going to do everything within reason and then some for you to retire and retire as an all-time great. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. We are joined by Dan Orlovsky, ESPN football analyst, <laughs> frequent antagonist of mine. What's going on, Dan? Why you got them ugly sunglasses on? My eyes are all jacked up. Today. I think I scratched my eye in the middle of the night. I try to do it without it, but I'm squinting like an idiot and, you know, tears Right, it's no good. What's no up good. with your lighting? Why does it seem like you're in the sun, like in a sunset type of background? Oh, I'm not in studio. I'm actually in Mexico right now. This is Ooh. the sunrise. In, yeah, this is. No, Man, they, the got you yeah. Yeah. The they got nah, you working I'm on your vacay. They got you working on vacation in Bristol. <laughs> no, nah, nah, I'm, I'm in the closet. Um, so Dan, I see I, that look, Keyshawn. <laughs> what look is he giving you? I didn't do. I'm letting Max do his job. It's an energy, Max. You can just yeah, feel it. But with Dan, what look is he giving you? Just out of curiosity, <laughs> what's the look? How would you describe it? Uh, that did he just really say what I think he said? Because he sounds like an idiot. Look, <laughs> I see. Yes, Key is he known to give that much. look from time to time. Like this. Dan, how do you how do you feel about how long it's taking? for Rodgers to make or announce or both his decision? I have no feeling on it. I don't understand why the big conversation around it either. Aaron Rodgers does not owe anybody nor the Green Bay Packers, hey, I'm going to get this done by March 5th or something's going to fall off the – like, there is a deadline. There's a reason why that there is a time period after the NFL season where not much gets done – because players are coming off of a six-month stretch where they've given everything they can and oftentimes are emotionally drained. I, have, I guarantee you, the Packers and Aaron sat down, and Aaron asked them, when do you need to know my decision by? And Brian Gutekunst maybe gave him, hey, man, if you could let us know by the start of free agency, that's a big deal. Um, it is not Aaron Rodgers' job to have all the potential options on the table for their organization. It's his responsibility to let the team know by when the team needs to know by what his decision is. And then it's Brian Gutenkins, their own general manager. It's his job to sit there and figure out what the options are going to be if Aaron Rodgers says he wants to come back and play for the Packers. Okay, if he does that, then what are our steps? If Aaron Rodgers comes back and says he wants to play but not for the Packers, if he does that, what are our steps? Or Aaron Rodgers says, I'm done with football. He's got to have all those different potential options and the, the plan of how to operate them or execute them after he finds out. But it's not Aaron's job to have all those different situations planned out for the Packers. So I think as long as he lets them know by the start of free agency, then he's not hurting himself nor the football team. Yeah, I think start of free agency would be good, Dan, because, you know, clearly they need the money to be able to go out and sign certain guys. But as of right now, they can still do their daily business with no problem at all. Devontae Adams, whether Aaron Rodgers comes or goes, is getting franchise tag regardless right. by Tuesday because they're not going right. to let him walk out the building. Because, you know, if he walks out the building the night that that midnight drop dead uh you know, before they start a free agency, somebody's getting on a plane and somebody's bringing a bag full of money with them to sign Devontae Adams. So 
Look, as long as he let them know by the time free agency starts, it's not whatever. We could just keep talking about it until then. Yeah, and I, I just think it's naive for us to believe that there has been no correspondence between Aaron and the organization on the potential plans since the season. If we're hearing the reports that they are very, meaning the Packers, they're very encouraged of his opportunities or his, his uh, potential to stay, and we haven't heard any, anything to dispute that, then there has, has have to have been some correspondence with Aaron to say, hey, you know, this is, this is what I would want. They've freed up cap space. You know, they're going to tag Devontae Adams. There's, there's got to be a, uh, some type of conversation that has been had between the player and the organization saying, if I were to come back, these would be the steps that are necessary. Now, I think he's going to go back. I think he should go back. The more fascinating aspect of this to me is twofold. One, what do they do with Jordan Love? Because the reports are if he goes back, it's going to be a like two, three-year deal to spread out the cap hit, all that stuff. Well, you're not going to get to the fifth year of Jordan Love's career and not having played him, so will they trade him? And then how do they build a roster around him? If they pay him the most or the highest paid contract in football, what do they do with players like Robert Tunyon, their really good tight end, Devondre uh, Campbell, who was a huge addition to their defense last year, Razul Douglas, where do they find the money to support those guys? Their number two receiver, Alan Lazard, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Equinemius St. Brown, all three of those guys are free. So how do they build a championship roster if he gets paid the amount of money that reportedly he will if he stays? Keyshawn, J. Will Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. We are joined by Dan Orlowski, ESPN football analyst here on Keyshawn, J. Will Max. Dio, I, I, obviously a lot of stuff happening with Amari Cooper being released by the Cowboys. Were you surprised by that move? No, I expected it. I think both things can be true, Jay. One, Amari Cooper's a good player. Probably, in moments, a very good player. Two, I think the Cowboys' offense is better moving forward without Amari Cooper. The reason I say that is twofold. Number one, I believe the Cowboys, with Kellen Moore as their play caller, with Dak Prescott and the pieces that they have, are better in a 12-personnel setting. One tight end, one, one back, two tight ends. Both those tight ends being a Blake Jarwin and Dalton Schultz. I think that they're better... Uh, with those two tight ends on the field and two good receivers like a Michael Gallup and CeeDee Lamb. They operate cleaner. They're more efficient. This was the, the third best 12 football team in, or offense in, in football last year behind the Ravens and the, and the Patriots. The Ravens have the most unique 12 offense in the NFL, and the Patriots have two $50 million tight ends. I just think they operate better and more efficiently in that. And then my second thing would be this. And we talked about this on NFL Live, I think, with Key last week. If we looked at all the quarterback two receiving option players in the NFL last year, the number one, when I say receiving option, are tight ends and wide receivers, the number one combo was Dak Prescott to Dalton Schultz, the Cowboys tight end who is a free agent. There's, so, there's Better than Brady and Evans, better than Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford. It was the best connection in football. So I think moving on from Amari Cooper and making sure they de- keep Dalton Schultz is the best thing for their team. So, Key, Adam Schefter actually reported it's likely that he'll be released. Where do you think the best landing spot is for Amari Cooper, Key? Man, I, you know, I, I start with Baltimore. I end with the Raiders. And in between, I take a look at the Kansas City Chiefs. But I know the Kansas City has the money. Amari Cooper's going to get – he's probably going to fall in that 14 to 16 
range, um, two years, 30 million, somewhere in there. I, I, that's what I think, Dan. I think that Kansas City's in the middle, but Baltimore would be my favorite in a revisit back to the Raiders could be in yeah. store. Yeah, dude, I would give you – I think um, Miami should be in that conversation for him. Miami, who, who still needs a good, really good receiver outside of Jalen Waddle, should be a part of that conversation. I think Cleveland should be a part of that conversation. I put New England probably at the top of that list because they need a number one receiver. Oh, and I forgot uh, Seattle. Don't sleep on Seattle because they're sniffing around to add another receiver. Dan Orlovsky coming to us from either an undisclosed location in Mexico or from Bristol, Connecticut, I'm one Bristol. or the other. I'm in Bristol. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm not in Mexico, brother. Thank you, Dan Orlovsky, as always. He's in Mexico. He looks like me. Jason Tatum joins KJM at 930 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two. Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.